This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Everyone has a story of their own, and award-winning music director Brian Schimmel tells his in his latest show, More Than a Handful, that is currently showing at the Sandton Theatre at the Square. According to the press release, it is a unique mix of music, masterful storytelling, quirky comedy, and an inspirational rise and fall and rise again account of triumph over adversity. It is an engaging and relatable musical memoir that audiences will not want to miss, and it has certainly had rave reviews in Cape Town. I'm delighted to have Brian as my guest to tell me more. Brian, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much. Brian, I saw a handful of keys when it came out all those years ago. I was a, a young student. I loved the show. I even remember I, I went with my brother. We were at Varsity at the time. It was like such an exciting evening out. And it was magnificent. The fact that I remember it all these years later was such magnificent performance. To what extent, 25 years later, are you going back to that and reviewing your past? Thank you for all those comments. It seems that Handful of Keys really lives in a lot of people's memories. And I am still, after all these years, people say to me, I remember you from a Handful of Keys, regardless of the work I've done since. It's a huge compliment. But I am 25 plus years later, a lot of life experience, a lot of growth. And the title is a deliberate play on words deliberate but it's not a piano show i do want to state that I, I don't want to raise people's expectations that they are coming to see the sequel or they're coming to see a handful of keys too it's not that more than a handful implies so many things yes there is a reference and a and an anecdote all about a handful of keys within the story of of more than a handful but it is merely one anecdote of of many uh, moments in the memoir that I that I share, and therefore, as the title says, it, it's more than a handful. And it's also, you know, one gets to know me as the personality in this show. And anybody who does know me knows I can be more than a handful. So um, there's a whole lot of reasons. I was thinking when I was preparing for the show about the title, More Than a Handful, and obviously you're referencing um, a handful of keys, but, you know, as you say, the connotations of perhaps you being more than a handful or life being more than a handful, um, which brings me to the article that I read about you in the Jewish Report. And, Brian, I must say, I found it quite hard to read that article because I paint, and I think any parent pained or anybody who suffered any kind of abuse or bullying probably pained. It was very raw. I imagine that your show is both very honest and very raw, very vulnerable. How do you feel about that? Which article in the Jewish Report are we talking about? The one about the bullying? Yes. Interestingly enough, bullying is not really a topic that I deal with in the show. It's merely mentioned in a one line because there were so many events in my life that I had to sort of look at and go, what is the best way to to make this work as a piece of theatre? And, you know, Clinton and I, we've met now a couple of times, and we are preparing our own presentation to take to schools, to organisations and institutions. Because, you know, I so appreciate that people resonate with the pain of somebody 
who's been victimized. And that's always the natural thing. We always go to either look at what happened to that person or we see ourselves in somebody else. But very rarely do we see the same coin from the other person's side. And, you know, my empathy with, um, with Clinton now is that all these years ago, all these years later on, the difficulty he went through trying to mask who he really was and pretend that he was some, somebody else that he wasn't really, that is its own trouble, trying to hide in plain sight. And that's the first thing. And the second thing is how often do tormentors get to confront their victims, for want of a better word, on the victim's terms? I should just note that the article refers to the fact that you were bullied at school and the tormentor, the word you use, Clinton, yes. came out and said, the reasons I was picking on Brian is because I was trying to hide my own issues and using Brian as a useful kind of tool. Just to give that kind of background, Brian, sorry, carry on. His journey is one that he's, is one of regret and one of looking back and going, that's not who I am now. And he by his own admission, his own words, it's confronting his own shame. For me, the opportunity was going, I forgive you. In my show, I talk about the concept of forgiveness in other, other contexts. And there's a line in the show where I say, it's a funny thing about forgiveness, how light you feel. But believe me, I'm not trying to make it sound easy or make it sound flippant. Forgiveness can take years, if ever. But it's such a moment that when you do decide it's time. You're not just letting the other person go. You're also letting yourself go. And um, it was an incredibly special moment. Those themes of forgiveness and confrontation are dealt with in my show in other contexts. And Clinton was at my opening night last night. It was wonderful having him there. So yeah, it was really special. This is a one-man show, and is this new for you? And what has it been like kind of working from behind the scenes maybe more and being more musical to, to actually acting per se? It is my debut as a solo performer. People know me, of course, from Handful of Keys, which was a two-man show. But, you know, I, I think it's known to most people that, that I have a speech impediment. So, you know, they don't write acting roles for people who have speech impediments. It's just like not a thing. So ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be an actor. So the time had come to kind of write my own piece where it's written into the script and I address it right up front and the situation in which I address it is also there. I won't spoil it. I've made a niche piece for myself in which I, in which I can also inspire people who may think that they have some kind of affliction or some kind of handicap or some kind of impediment that stops them doing what they want to do. And this piece was that was born out of the lockdown period where us in the, in the entertainment industry were really, really hard done by. Our industry was closed. Our industry was shut down. And our government just said, screw you. And we ha have been left behind. So the one thing which lockdown gave us plenty of was time and so my longtime friend collaborator director co-writer alan swerdlow he and i met for six, for six months every thursday and we wrote this piece and we crafted the piece and we and we've created a piece of theater it's not a speech it's not a woe is me story it's not 
It's not a lecture at people's story. It's a memoir told as a piece of theater. I do play piano in it. That does happen. But it's not that I maybe play for about 20% of the show. Brian, you said you've always wanted to be an actor. Uh, what is it like realizing now what, what you've done? You've written your own script. You're debuting yourself as an actor. Uh, you've had your opening. I know you 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 screened and you performed already in Cape Town to rave reviews. What yes. is it like realizing your dream night after night, a different audience, a different feeling? What is the magic for you? Well, I'm going to put it in the context of being in lockdown where we weren't able to actually do that. My lifeblood is going out, whether I'm conducting a big show or whether I'm doing a small show, there is nothing like a live audience. There is nothing like the rush and the thrill of a live audience. So going out now on, on my own and hearing an audience, not just hearing them, it's not just the sound of the applause, it's you can feel the journey that you're taking people on. And there are moments in the piece that demand absolute silence. And when you get that silence, like nobody is moving, coughing, shuffling paper, looking at their phone, which they should never be doing anyway. I've been on a mission about that. But when you get that silence, you know that everyone is listening. What you then have for that moment is this very intimate relationship with an audience that no screen will ever give them. And um, it's that's the thrill. And uh, when I say uh, I wanted to be an actor, in the piece, I relay an audition that I went to at the age of 11. And I was rejected because I couldn't speak properly. And it was a devastating moment for me because I was like, how else am I going to vent my passion and my desire to be on the stage? And so music became that. And music became the language of which I express myself. But my late 50s now, I'm 57. And the time feels right to fulfill that dream of going, I'm going to speak on a stage all on my own. Uh, you know, I have so many more questions. I know your show deals with letters you wrote to your mother. And there's so much more to talk about, Brian, but I'm feeling inspired already without having yet seen your show, which I obviously will do. So thank you very much for joining me. Um, your show is on at the Santon Theatre, the Square. It is on until the 16th of April. Tickets are available at CompuTicket. Um, you can always find Daphne as well at the theatre. Um, it's the most lovely little theatre. It's intimate. It's intimate. And I really do believe that since COVID, there is a renewed buzz of walking into the theatre because that was cut off to so many of us for so long. And it was, I think it's just exciting to be able to do something that was once forbidden. So, Brian, um, I look forward to it. If, um, if anybody would like to see the show, it is on until the 16th. Just to say thank you so much and break a leg. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. That was award-winning musical director and now actor Brian Schimmel about his show, More Than a Handful.